After your deep found, renewed fascination with the Eddie Murphy classic Party All the Time. It only took kidney failure for me to realize how, how much of a classic that is. <laughs> I'm like, what an epitome of my childhood it was, even though I don't think I actually heard the song until I was like 14 or 15. I feel like it was so much later than that. Didn't we find it like at one time? It was in that like median point between like when music was fully available online, like the, you just search for a song on YouTube. But, or Amazon, they would play like the first 30 seconds of it. I forget how I found that song at some point. It was, or if you had found it and I heard it off of that, but it was definitely like some weird point where it was like, yeah, like a AOL music server or something like that. It was like, oh, let's listen to Eddie Murphy party all the time. I'm trying to think if it was like early Amazon. Was that like one of their first things, like selling digital music? I know I'm like sure you could was. click the album and you could listen to like the first 30 seconds of most tracks. Sometimes it was even like a minute long if it was older shit and nobody was buying anyway. Like an Eddie Murphy party all the time in 1997. Yeah. I forget. There used to be some music service that we had. I think it was AOL. It was some AOL thing, I think. Cause we, that was the first we had. It was back in 509. Mm-hmm. And it used to be, I, I think it was one of those ones where it was like you paid for it for a certain amount of time and you just got all the songs on it. And it was that one made it in there. It was a lot of uh, Papa Roach at that point in time. Is that and, all me? No, this was, I think okay. it was mostly me. Was I was like, I had a song about it. I, like, I could imagine more than two or three songs. Oddly enough, it was like a song from a Family Guy album, which was just a medley of different, like, old 80s sitcom openings. Okay. So it was just, like, Brian and Stewie, like, singing. Believe through. it or not. I don't know if they did that one. It was definitely, like, Charles in Charge, Thank You for Being a Friend, I think, was in there. Um, Better be. Growing Pains, I want to say, was in there. There's a lot of them. Not a fan of the show, but that it is a great theme song. <laughs> yeah. They all went, well, well, don't be to the sound of just one drum. What's the Growing Pains one? I'm having a hard time remembering it. Um, Something wipes a tear from his face. Oh, show me that smile again. Show yeah. me that smile. There's a lot of weird ones. I wonder if I can actually find that. But hey, regardless, that's uh, not what we're here to that's talk about. That's going to be the next 20 minutes. Enjoy, <laughs> ladies and joke, folks. Yeah, and there's there's a whole lot of things to talk about. No time to get to them, though. It says there's only 22 minutes left of the podcast. Yeah, we, we got a... Uh, it's a quick one. Not, nothing's happened really lately, yeah, so... It's not been a big world for either of us, nor the world. We got all um, our, our Defenders talk out of the way in the car. <laughs> yeah, you finally got the Defenders. Where so. we'll never remember it again. <laughs> Oh, I, I could still to this day. If you if you bring up Iron Fist, tell me that moment annoyed you as much because I when you said you were watching Defenders, I had already finished it, and I said there's a moment in it that, to my experience, is maybe the most infuriating moment. Certainly, the most infuriating moment of all of Marvel's like content, and maybe all of television for me at this point, where someone does what in my mind is the stupidest thing humanly possible for them to do. And it happens to, of course, who was already the most well, infuriating. Spoilers character. out there if you haven't finished Defenders or and you're planning on it, and you've decided you're just going to watch Iron Fist to annoy yourself further. No, it's. I'll tell you right now. Let's do that. If you are going to watch Defenders and you have, but you haven't seen Iron Fist yet, just skip Iron Fist. There's really no. Just look at his like two paragraphs at the beginning of his Wikipedia profile, and that'll give you enough. Yeah, <laughs> he has a glowy fist, and he fucked up protecting the city. He's going to regale you with a bunch of kung lao talk throughout the defenders, anyway. Yeah, if you're um, worried that there are going to be ancient like 
pearls of wisdom to maybe gloss from his, like, wisdom of this, like, far plainer monk monastery? Don't. He's has nothing to offer you in terms of that. I'll, uh, and I'm sure Terry will love this part. Which, by the way, Allie and Alex and Dad stopped by real briefly while you were sleeping. Oh, really? Yeah, and uh, I guess... I don't know what happened yet, but I, they were almost completely missed the wedding because they screwed up the time. Supposedly Terry's fault. I don't know all the details. <laughs> but Allie said, yeah, perfect tit sister screwed up the whole wedding. Perfect tit sister? Her words, not mine. Interesting. It don't. It almost made me barf just repeating them. <laughs> I mean, it's such a great joke. Yeah. But it's like out of nowhere. It took me, and it got no laugh. I felt bad for it, but I, I was so taken back by it. Like, that's not Terry's nickname, is it? <laughs> yeah, I was like, where did that come from? <laughs> Terry doesn't have a tattoo that says that. That's not the uncle perfect said it, did they? <laughs> perfect to Terry. Um, but, I'm sorry, to go back to your question, how mad was I when, I, when you see the scene? Once again, spoilers. Stop it now. When you see Iron Fist basically do the one thing that he was supposed to prevent happen the, and open the chest to a bunch of dragon bones that help the fist, their the hand live forever. Yeah, it's it's the one thing. I wasn't nearly as upset, but it, it was just another huge block on the like sinking ship of my interest. <laughs> and it's just like you're so fucking dumb. Like it's you see how you were told the one thing this entire show has been about at this point is like, well, they need the Iron Fist to open this door. The specifically, not like the Iron Fist is in the person. They need your power to open it. You're like, so, obviously, if I ever find myself in that situation, the one thing I should never do is activate my Iron Fist and then just go start randomly punching around it. After you fought so... Because the most logical example or answer would be, well, let's make sure he's far away from this as possible. Yeah. Uh, because you've already seen that the hand is kind of a fragile alliance at best. So it's like, you know what? If we give these them time, these rats will all turn on each other. <laughs> Especially if they think they're going to die. Yeah. Uh, so you think, get out of town. But instead it's like, no, I'm going to rush in with the same childish bravado that I've just dragged my ass through the entire the entire run of my character. And then this the- guy, I don't hear. And why, I don't know enough about the Iron Fist character, but he should he be able to summon that Iron Fist from anger? Isn't that I'm, the opposite of Chi? I mean, you're getting into a bunch of philosophical stuff that's tough to answer because the show gave us no context yeah. for it. It's It's been a very vague thing as to whether or when or when he can't summon it. I can understand the logic of, like... Despite how much the, screen time he gets. Yeah, despite being, like, <laughs> the second most <laughs> screen time given character in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it never really has a firm definition. I could, I could understand a logic if you said, like... It's something he summons from an eternal place, but, like, you know, maybe he can still summon it if he, he just has that kind of overpowering rage. Like, it's no. something generally that's controlled, but without restraint, it can still be used. Something like that. But they never give you any explanation. No. There's sometimes where it's like, I need to eat more to regain my chi. And it's or like, makes me tired. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, then I punch seven times in a day, and the next day it's like, I used that 28 hours ago, I can't use it again. Like, what? Well, the video for, or the, the shot they use for like the Iron Fist on Netflix is him doing like a namaste pose. And those first couple episodes of Iron Fist, it makes you think like, yeah, it's based on having like some kind of inner peace. You know, he mentions he never gets angry. But from then on, basically all the way till now, he's like this impetuant child that just, it's like he's never at peace. I'll tell you, there is probably an answer to this. I, cause there was a plot point in the first, in the season of Iron Fist where it was about he couldn't summon it. And I forget how they solved it. It had to do something with making peace on things. 
but I, I just didn't yeah, I give a fuck, so I don't remember the details of it. Again, if he was a character, I gave even the most minute amount of interest towards caring about why things happen in the way they do with him that I probably care, but I don't. So. If you go, if you could go back in time and skip watching Iron Fist, I'll would you have? It. Yes. Okay. If like, I think future, it would, I think Defenders would have been a lot more. If enjoyable. I if I could go back and it's me sitting on this couch and like a wormhole opens and it's like Flash from the Batman vs Superman movie, like me coming like, don't watch Iron Fist, completely pointless, Whoa! and I just sit there I'm like, alright, let's I guess let's turn on, let's see how Supergirl finished. <laughs> Two wormholes open. One's like you can stop nine eleven. The other one's like you can stop for, uh, yourself from watching Iron Fist. <laughs> You'll save yourself like eight hours. Well, I mean, maybe if I stop 9-11, that'll stop me from watching Iron Fist anyway, but do I want to take that chance? Uh, yeah, let's... This isn't a game to be played with frisky numbers. <laughs> the, the results... The stakes are too high. I don't think I can live with that consequence if I failed. So, alright. Boop. No more no, no more. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's pretty brutal. I, I, I enjoyed the Defender's... In the grand scheme of things. In theory. Yeah. (laughs) I guess I should let you uh, give your thoughts on it. Uh, It had enough cool stuff that I liked, but so much of, uh, like, you know, I guess you can't have more than one backbone. But (laughs) two of the backbones of the show is are both uh, Danny dealing with the whole Iron Fist thing, which is totally unenjoyable for the most part, except when people are shitting on him. Where he's actually using it, which is not as much as you'd hope, again. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the Daredevil Electra storyline, which I honestly never gave that much of a shit about. So to see it kind of get prolonged, and I feel like probably still isn't over. Almost certainly. Because, uh, again, maybe we already spoilers. Yeah. You know, he lives at the end of it. We found that he's surviving. Like, that makes me think, is she even dead? Is Madame Gal even that, dead? That's a, It's almost 100% shot that at least Electra's alive. I could see them saying, like, we killed off Madame, Madame Gal here, but because she's the one who's been in, like, four other Netflix series to this point, I could see them bringing her back, too. She, I would say, is a breakout character in oh. Defenders, honestly. Like, of that group, she's the only one that really knows how to fight. Everyone else just loses nonstop in yeah. the hands. You get this, what they call a fist, which are, like, supposed to be the five, car- like, the leader. The f- the five fingers of the hand is what yeah. they call themselves. So, like, and the five mafia bosses of everybody. Like, five people who have existed throughout time. They, With- like, quietly conquered their own nations. Like, they all exist in different yeah. parts of the world. Operating, yeah, independently to some degree, but everyone sort of answers to Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, although... Oddly enough, one dude decided to make Japan his territory, and I don't think there was By the fact there was already China. China. <laughs> You're like, where ninjas are actually from, but okay. Wait, what? Like, the whole hand thing, like, you assume that there'd be China, where, like, a lot of ninja culture is from. Isn't Madame Gao China? Was she supposed to be China? I mean, I know she I says far. Know. I think they, they all were. I don't even to, know where she's supposed to be. I guess that anymore. statement finally makes some sense because it's another dimension. But they all, I guess, even though they're all different races, they all, I guess, were Kung Lao at one point. And I don't know. They really they, left that other side of the globe open then because you got like the dude from Africa, Japan, China. I'm pretty sure she, she was, was supposed like, to be Europe, Europe Sigourney Weaver, Europe, probably. And then 
Bakudo. Although, if it's before there was a South America, why would Bakudo be South American? <laughs> well, yeah, and he was South, so no one was in North America territory, I guess. They're like, oh, that's what all. Yeah, if somebody was in South America, why wouldn't someone have been North? Nah, whatever. Fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> as much time as you gave to that Sigourney Weaver character to. And I liked it, and I don't even mind her getting killed off like that, but, like, you could have scaled this character back then. Because there really wasn't a need for that much screen time for her. I I've, liked it, but why? I, I've gotten tired of it now. It's become a really bad trope with the Marvel stuff, like, the, especially the TV shows, where they try to, like, shock the audience by, like, hey, we just killed off the villain. Because it's the same, like, this time they did it before the actual conclusion did it. But it's the same shit with, like, Nobu, where, like, at the end of the second season, Nobu was, like, crawling away. It's like, Nobu's gonna be okay, he's gonna come back. Oh, Stick just came and cut his face off. Yeah. And then they did it, I think, a couple times in Marvel uh, Age of S.H.I.E.L.D., where, like, the villain looked like they were coming back, and then some hero just pops out, and they were like, Kablamo! Mm-hmm. I, I got, I've gotten a little bit tired of that. It's the same sort of thing, almost uh, to a smaller extent, as what happened with Cottonmouth, too, in the... Luke Cage, it's like, oh, we just yeah, a betrayal. Just, like, kind of killed them. Like building a villain and then kind of just taking them away all in one episode. Yeah, so I, I gotten like kind of tired of that trope at this point. It's like at this point, I figured I it would happen. I didn't think it would happen that early. Yeah, you knew it was going to happen the moment they were kind of setting up that Electra was able to. The scene in the cemetery where she's like, "You can die." Yeah, mm, interesting. It's like, oh, mm, mm, should have kept that close to my chest. Ooh, ooh wow, yeah. so tired. Let's go home now. Forget yeah. about everything we heard today. You know, and that character becomes so much less impressive when it's like, oh yeah, you totally dropped the ball on this. <laughs> you like sunk all your eggs into this basket and completely butt fucked you. Yeah, it's a lot of annoying stuff. It, it's it's that same thing too, where it's like, look, just like the movies. Well, I guess the movies didn't have that big of an issue with it. The show really was the one that kept trying to push Hydra back into the spotlight. But it's that same thing as Hydra, where it's like, I don't care about this group. The more and more they get beat, the less and less interesting they get. And no matter how many times you redefine some new set of villains, you don't do anything to make them scary. Like, they describe, like, the five fingers of the hand. You already know Madame Guau and Sigourney Weaver, you know, but here's three other motherfuckers you don't care about. Like, we're going to really butt-fucking sell this uh, Japanese dude. Like, he's the most terrifying person on the planet. And he's just going to lose every fight he's in from beginning Every to single fight. He, and he looks so cool. Like, the face, I like the fact that he only speaks Japanese, but he clearly knows English. You know, it's like the dude from Lost. Mm-hmm. That kind of mystique to him. And just refuses to speak it. But yeah, he loses every single fight. Like, he, uh, he gets a few strikes off, and then he's immediately overwhelmed. Like, that parking garage fight, like, this is a joke. Madame Gao had to do all the work. Like, you two guys just did nothing but get your asses handed to you. But Kudo, we watched you already get your ass handed to you in Iron Fist. Why do, like, why is it this guy, like, that's the most impressive one? Watch out. I'm wondering if there's... The, black, the African guy I liked, but as soon as you got anything on him, he was dead. Yeah, that was the dude who got, like, instantly taken out, too. Um, why he would show up with eight dudes. The, the, this group that supposedly there has to be thousands and thousands of muscle and you never see more than like maybe 40 at a time yeah they come they, they like totally surround the defenders the first time in that Chinese restaurant it's the only fight they seem to have any kind of advantage and they still ultimately lose that fight yeah. But at least give it gives you a small impression that like oh with these numbers and their resources this is different this isn't Cottonmouth showing up with six guys yeah and a rocket launcher I'm like yeah. <laughs> take like, that yo goop <laughs> yeah this is like oh like, I was just aiming like, for her I hope Luke Cage is okay <laughs> yeah I like him but like it's this entire group I like, just saw her like angrily looking through her bills and I was like it's time to end this. <laughs> 
Like, just, like, this group with huge resources, and they've done nothing with it. Like, every other time after that, it's like, all right, well, we'll send the foremost important people of our group, all of whom are, like, threatened with the reality of death, like, finally. And, uh, surprisingly, we're not going to really have that much up our sleeve, either. It's like, for... It's a plan that's been going on for decades, yeah, probably. Hundreds of thousands of years, and none of us really have anything more spectacular to give than a couple martial arts moves. Also, we're getting an ass beaten by some chick who only has super strength. It's not even like she's a, like she doesn't have martial arts or anything. She has yeah. no fighting experience. And somehow she's still like toe-to-toe with a dude who's like, well, I invented Krav Magrav, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, why is why is Jessica Jones in a pair of heeled boots kicking her ass then? It's like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, there's a scene where uh, the night nurse beats up like two of their guards, like without with just a pipe in her hand, and it's like these are supposed to be the guy the guys guarding the hand. Like, wouldn't these be like the best special force ops ever? And every one of them's like, mm, give me a few seconds to dramatically take out my knife. Yeah, it's all despite the fact that I have to have a gun. There's no way I don't have a gun. Yeah, it, uh, look. I will watch a season two easily if they... If we first, can. Yeah, well, I think so. Uh, most of the Marvel stuff's done well. I think the only one that was, like, universe... Like, even this wasn't universally panned. It was almost just universally kind of, like... Not talked about. Meh. Like, <laughs> it's universe, like, yeah, I was hoping that'd be better, but meh. Um, but, because everyone's now pumped, at least, for, like, the Punisher. Well, I mean, if it goes to the Disney out. app. Oh, yeah. I, who knows what will happen with that. Um... But, like, if the season two of Defenders starts coming out... And God forbid if even season three of Daredevil starts pushing this, where it's like the hand may not be gone, it's going to be like, oh, fuck yourself. No, 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 no. This is it. This was done. This was it. This was your last shot. What was the whole point of this, then? Yeah, if it's not like, no, it's Madame Gao, and maybe they're not as bad as they used to be. I don't know. As I... I can see, as much as they pump her during that, the Defenders, I can see them trying to, like, make her as somewhat, like, an anti-hero... That'd be fine. I'd be fine with Madame Gao coming back with the and sparring up. She's like, this is my new hand. We're uh, not all bad. I'm like, well, what's the main villain group then? They're like, oh, the, the other hand. The there's, original hand. There's it's actually a bad. subsection of the hand. Yeah, that wasn't the original hand. There was an older fist. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah there, there's two fists to a body. Of there course. are five cavemen. Ooga donga. Iron fist. Oh. And still getting their shit pushed in by Jessica Jones and Night Nurse. Like, what's happening? <laughs> um, uh, I'll stand Misty Knight not as bad as she was in Luke Cage. She's a she's a useful shorthand to get them out of legal problems, so I can see the view. Um, I don't like saying this often, but it, a terrible character and a terrible actress, too. Like, it's just an awful performance. It's so bland and uninteresting. And she's not a great cop. She doesn't figure anything out on her own. No, I, we've we've gone in depth about the level of cop <laughs> fortitude and yeah. wits that Misty Knight possesses. What was the podcast called? Misty Knight and Private Investigator One Hundred and One, like, <laughs> something like that. Uh, it's uh, not a great showing for me. I, I don't know if I have anything with the actress. It's one of those roles that's just so forgettable to me that I don't really. Like the whole thing's supposed to be like, oh, there it is. There's the arm. Now she's going to be Misty Knight for real, and it's like. I just, I don't care. Who gives a shit? And I, if you're thinking of lumping those two characters and making a spinoff, that's the most absurd thing oh, I've Colleen heard. Colleen and Misty Knight? The, yeah, like, she's okay. Neither of those two characters have nearly enough char- uh, charisma to carry anything. 
No, I, I don't know where you'd put them. Especially if but, you're like sitting there like, oh, there might be an Iron Fist cameo this season. <laughs> if that's what I'm sitting there waiting <laughs> for, it, that's when you have to stop me. Rip the remote out of my head about Christopher. Anything else. <laughs> that's what this giant butterfly net. Like, we're going somewhere to get some help for you. <laughs> Just unplug the TV. I'm like, Mikey, Iron Fist could show up any episode now. You know, he barely talks about Kung Lao anymore. Any moment now, he's going to be able to summon an Iron Fist at will. He's still can't though he's really emotionally tall he didn't eat much of a breakfast today so and he ate too much of a breakfast the day before so not enough steak and lobster for lunch for him mm-hmm. to summon it <laughs> it can only be summoned by rich things That'd by, be great. by caviar and, and the elite foods i'm sorry i have to bang a supermodel in the corvette i'll be ready to summon it oh man so just I, as my forefathers humble iron fist the iron fist before me just as i learned in the monastery stripped of all my worldly possessions <laughs> I learned how to be humble by fucking supermodels on top, of, on top of my mansion pool. I'll be later. I'll be home later, Colleen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what their plan is for most of the other stuff. I think their Jessica Jones season two is coming up, and maybe they try Hellcat in that. I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea how you do Hellcat though. That's such a like. Is that that's an original Defender, right? No, I mean, the original Defenders are, like... Like Doctor Strange, Doctor Hulk, Strange, Namor. Hulk. I thought she was, like, the offbeat one. She may have been. She's such a weird character, though, in that, like, for what that, like, universe is. Because her powers are, like, given to her by Mephisto to, like, summon darkness portals and things like that. Like, it's it's not like a character who you just, like, slide into that universe with no other questions asked. So, I don't know how they do that, but... I was confusing her with Black Cat. Yeah, uh, no, Black Cat, yeah, it's, it's the Spider-Man's yeah. Catwoman, essentially. Yeah, I don't know how you do Hellcat, but that's who Trish Walker's supposed to be. So, I assume they're eventually going to get to her. Meh. I, and that was... I mean, if it gets... The first that, couple episodes well, of Defenders are pretty rough, if honestly. If it gets the chick who plays Trish into, like, a super hot superhero outfit, you should be super appreciative of Oh, yeah, man. The, the one scene she has talking to uh, Karen, uh, what's her name? Oh, uh, Karen. From Daredevil. Daredevil. I was just like, oh, just make out. You're so hot. <laughs> please, please! Your friend's just like, what are you screaming at the TV for? You're like, oh, nothing. Please, like, get to know each other and <laughs> express ideas. That help surpass this Burchell test as well as you're doing right now. Remember that four-minute scene in Luke Cage with them discussing black poets I've never heard of? Do this with women and then start <laughs> grabbing each other's honkers. <laughs> start making out big time. <laughs> start mo- motorboating each other's cans. Talking about Maya Angelou or whatever. <laughs> Maya whatever her name is. Maya something stupid or <laughs> The great female philosophers like Betty Crocker. <laughs> Betty White, <laughs> whoever else, RuPaul. <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, Betty White, uh, I went to. Oh, I'm sorry. Thinking. So I'll go somewhere C plus between C plus and B minus. Yeah, that's about a good okay. spot for it. Uh, I was recently in Tampa, and one of the nights we were there was just me and Adam basically going around downtown uh, St. Pete's uh, and going to different bars. And I wanted to go to that one bar that made that, like, chai cocktail blend that I had the last time I was there. That was like, it's crazy good. Of course, we couldn't get in because Adam wore sandals. <laughs> it was out, of, out of here, beatnik. Yeah, it was basically that. I was like, look, obviously. And he had, like, the the gall to be annoyed when we walked by later and he saw a girl getting with sandals. And I was like, yeah, because she's a chick in a nightclub. Like, that's part of their business model is they need women. In Florida. 
Yeah. You, don't roast him. I was like, do you own toad shoes? And he's like, definitely. And then I noticed that his kid kept being fascinated by my sneakers and pulling my laces off. And I was like, this is because Adam doesn't ever wear shoes. He doesn't have toad shoes. It's like an alien discovery. Like, what is this? What are these things? Strange apparatus. What? I was like, I knew it. But, uh, so we went to this other place at the end of the night, and they had a a cocktail called the Blanche Devereaux. Ooh. And I was like, I gotta get that. I bet it's salty and sassy. That's what I had hoped now. It was very bitter and shitty. (laughs) As much bottom-shell vodka and a pineapple. (laughs) Enjoy. It was something like brown brown sugar syrup, uh, pecan-infused bitters, (laughs) and then it was like, uh, like a cocktail blend of, like, some fruits and a vodka that just didn't really mix that well. Yeah, it's a lot going on. It was it's a lot busy going drink. on. It was also like a spear with like a orange slice and a grape in it. And like, mm-hmm. there was just a lot going on after a night of already drinking a lot. I was yeah. like, I shouldn't have gotten myself so caught into the name. <laughs> Fool's errand on my How much box. was it? Uh, I'm taking like, a set for dramatic spinning. <laughs> $7. Yeah, that should. was like a buck short of spitting, though. <laughs> if it said eight, it probably would have come out. Yeah, because I think I paid for Adam's drink there, and I think he got like just a beer and it was $13 for the boat, so <laughs> it wasn't anything too bad. <laughs> so I gotta ask about the Giants game. Yeah, so. I only, uh, I'll let him go because obviously he was there. But, uh, the, oh, I caught it for like a minute at a bar, and it was, I think, in the second quarter, 13 to nothing, Tampa. Yes. So, I went down to Tampa, primarily, main reason, I, mean, I was going to see my friend Adam again, and I got to see his kid for the first time, uh, which I can probably elaborate more on afterwards. Shoelaces! Oh! <laughs> <He just laughs> the aliens from Toy Story? Ooh. <laughs> he I just duck it. But, uh, the main reason I went down is because I wanted to see a Giants game live, and I always do, Giant, seeing the Giants in New York is just not a viable option, unless I won tickets to see it, or something like that. It just wouldn't happen, because it's like $1,500 a person, basically. Really? To get any good tickets is upwards probably of like $800. To then get parking, subway, like to just maintain like hotels, anything, like just to do all that would probably be a package around between 1000 to 1500 bucks a person. To do if it. you drove up and drove back. If I drove up and drove back, so you add, like, again, you're taking out like hotel rooms yeah. or... Um, not hotel rooms, because you're still probably going to leave, unless I drive straight No back. hotel room, yeah. Even then, it's still probably like $1,000 a person, because tickets are crazy expensive for Giants games. Like, there's no, most of the the seats are um, personal seat licenses, which means it's something that, like, people pay for to for the season round. Mm-hmm. So tickets outside that are still just really high in general. Okay. Like, uh, generally speaking, most stadiums, because there's only 16 games a year, too. So there's a limited option. And there's so many football fans. Yeah. so it's, and it's one of such things. a densely populated area of the country, too. So the only options were they would go <clears throat> to a stadium that doesn't have a lot of fans. So my options were like, all right, one day maybe I'll try to see a game in either like uh, Cleveland, Cincinnati, or Tampa. Because I know Tampa, you know, just doesn't care about sports. Adam mm-hmm. was telling me about getting opening day tickets for the Rays the year after they were, like the season start after they were in the World Series for 15 bucks. Because just what's well, a baseball game? But yeah, but Tampa Bay James, but it was the. Open, it's a difference. That's 114 game. games. That's still pretty low. But, but yeah. yeah, it's still like they just don't care that much. So I looked up and I saw like, oh, Giants are playing Bucks this year. Let's see where it happens. Schedule came out. Giants at Bucks. It's like all right. So I'll just aim for that. So it came down. That was the main reason of the trip. 
And... I like that they were admitting that up front. Like, oh, and also to see what's his face. I mean, no, I mean, that was like the logic behind the trip. And to visit what's his ass and his new kid. I mean, I'll be honest up front, too. <laughs> Next time I may go to see Adam is this pirate drinking festival that they have sometimes at the start of the year called Gasparilla. I mean, Ooh, yeah, look, let's be Should honest. be fun. Yeah. Uh, so went for that purpose. Uh, the Sunday of it, Adam, like, prior to it was really selling, like, hey, we're going to do like, a really good tailgate and everything like that. Grab some wings, go to these couple places ahead of time, pregame a little bit, then pop down. Uh, unfortunately, though, that all came with the expectation of, like, um, well, having a family won't interfere with this at all. Uh, I won't put a blame on anybody on that, because I know I slept way too late today anyway. But essentially, we reached a point where we were a little bit late getting out there. Uh, so we actually didn't get into the stadium until, I want to say, a little bit into the second quarter. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it took a while to get and out the score there. was? Uh, at that point, it was 13-0. Okay. I was getting intermittent texts from Dad screaming, get out of the stadium, you're bad luck, get out of there. I was like, I haven't even gotten in yet. Uh, so, yeah, I sat down. I actually have a tweet of myself sitting down in the stadium looking at the storyboard and be like, oh, 13-0. Oh, ooh. Uh Shockingly, though, it was a stadium that, or a game that quickly kind of turned around from that. Like, and almost immediately following us sitting down, the Giants started to come back. And I don't know if you even saw what the end of the game was. Uh, so, I guess let me bury that lead for a little bit. Uh, the big thing to note is that, man, Bucks, our fans do not care about their team whatsoever for the most part. It was an enormously Giants crowd there. Uh, there were several points where the sections next to us would start up Let's Go Giants chants that were louder than everything else going on. So it was very much like a, an away team atmosphere there. Uh, I still had the fortune of being seated next to two Bucks fans who were way too passionate about the game. So you had to be too, a little quiet about getting too amped up. Like, woohoo! And I'm heading to Brandon Marshall! Let's go Giants! Like, uh, but the Giants started to come back. They actually took the lead several points. Uh, the Bucks kicker had missed four different kicks throughout the day, including an extra point, which is that kick that's so easy it was literally a free point in most of the Madden games at one point. The Giants took, and I made a point to not look up the score. The Giants took the lead from that. Yeah, the Giants came by back. several points. Uh, I think the highest it was was it was seventeen sixteen at one point. Then it was I think twenty two to nineteen. I want to say, yeah, I think 22-19 to Giants. Uh, It went to the end of the game. Giants took the lead, uh, missed the going for two, so they were ahead by essentially one. Bucks charged down the field. It was less than two minutes left uh, and kicked the winning field goal. Their kicker, who had missed four kicks that game, kicked the one kick that mattered. Uh, It was as time expired. They won by two. The Bucks. Uh, the Bucks did. Oh. So it was a crazy entertaining game in that way. Yeah. And it's cool seeing actually a game live. It was cool seeing a game from like an aerial perspective, essentially, because we were up in the, the higher. Is that your first time in a, a football stadium? Like an NFL First time seeing yeah. any kind of a like competitive football game that wasn't like, uh, you know. Take that, Uncle football. Tom. Well, I mean, like, that wasn't like an arena football game level where you're like at level with the yeah. teams and essentially everything like that. But, like, this is seeing it from above. Uh, it was really easy to actually follow the action in that way. How far back? Where you said? I mean, we were in the upper stands. Okay. Like we weren't like the very top against the edge, but. And what did the ticket cost? Did they ever tell you? Uh, I'll leave it. I'll tell you afterwards. I don't okay. want to put it on air. But um, seven hundred dollars. Yeah, like, it cost them their child, Adam. <laughs> I didn't see him again after that night, and I was wondering why. 
hope you enjoyed yourself, Christopher. Like, I was... I mean, I would have liked it more if the Giants had won. Yeah. <laughs> I was really, really hoping for that. Uh, I'm not going to lie. There was a part of me, too, that also was like, well, I'll go see the Bucks game. Because the Giants are sure to beat the Bucks. The Bucks blow. Yeah. And I came in with that notion prior to, like, last year where the Bucks actually had a pretty decent season. And then this season started, and the Giants were 0-3. And the Bucks were 2-0, and and I was really like, oh, come on, the Giants have to be due for this win. And then I sit down in the stadium, and the Giants are down 0-13 at the start. I was like, oh, God, did I come all the way down here just to watch the Giants get their shit pushed in again? (laughs) (laughs) Normally I could turn off the game and leave if that's what's happening. What's up? What do I do now? (laughs) These tickets were a gift. I don't even have the option of leaving. (laughs) And I was, there was a point where the Giants started to turn it around and really looked like they had the game won. Like, I was seeing Bucks fans around us leaving. Because it was like, the Giants were just starting to really take momentum. And I was already You're in like, my mind. Where are you going? Don't you watch your team get their <laughs> shit pushed in? Oh, let's go Giants. Tap up. Bates on stick. I was already in my mind visualizing the experience. Bitch as fuck, boys. Let's see it. Do something about it. It was it was the experience of me going down the ramps afterwards of the game and just high-fiving every Giants. Be like, let's go, Giants! Woo! Giants! Like, let's don't just call start. to come back. Just, yeah. Like, I had already texted Dad, don't call to come back. I, I was already visioning, like, the chance we'd do it. Be like, we'll start off something simple. Like, let's go. And then say everyone just goes, Giants. And then, like, Big Blue Wrecking Crew. And there was going to be a whole bunch of back and forth. It's like, three nine, three nine. All of you guys just elephant walking to the, <laughs> the upper deck. <laughs> like, let's go, Giants. Uh, and no, it was instead an entire trip of that hearing, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, Owen oh, 4. Like, oh, this is... Thank God this isn't Philly. It'd be so much worse if it was Philly. This is pretty good natured, all things considered. Are you getting, like, shit thrown at you? Like, we lost. Why are you... <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's Tampa Bay, though, fans, so it's not too bitter. Like, they're not that bitter about it or anything. Again, if this was Eagles, I'd have probably been like, look, we could still win this game, but let's just leave now to be safe. You have, Like, your your wife's here with you. I don't want to, like, let that be a risky situation that piles into this. It's easy for me, because I'm not, like, a diehard sports fan to anything, maybe except for boxing. But, like, I would be very uh, trepidatious about wearing any kind of, like, New York sports gear in Philly. Like, I wouldn't oh, I, would, I wouldn't wear a Mets hat in Philly. I wore my Giants hat to the stadium, but it was Tampa Bay. I didn't, I was like, there's no concern about that. The other thing I thought was curious was Adam, uh, who's kind of like a half Bucks fan, half Eagles fan. He doesn't really have much of it. Like, football's yeah. not his sport. Homosexual, fashion. as we call them. Yeah, exactly. Adam, that homosexual. Um... He decided to curiously wear an eagle shirt to the event. Hmm. I was like, "You don't have a Bucks jersey?" He's like, "Or a shirt?" He's like, "No." I was like, "You don't just have a red shirt then?" Because I'm yeah. just wearing a blue shirt. I don't have a giant shirt with me. I'm a Giants hat. You knew I was coming weeks before. He's like, it has to be a target. He's dry. like, "No." And I was like, "I just I questioned the logic of wearing a an eagle shirt to a game that the Giants are the away team at, like." Because he mentioned, he's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. I was like, yeah, normally it wouldn't matter. Like, you wear, if you showed up in like a Viking shirt, I'd be like, no, he's just a guy. In a We're rivals, game. yeah. This yeah, is it's the, like, this is a weird thing to show up You don't want me to win. Giants. No matter, like, me winning doesn't help you at all. <laughs> he did get some, a little bit of shit from a couple Giants fans he walked by. Not oh, a whole yeah, lot. isn't that great? Like, even <laughs> in another state. Yeah, no, it's just like, what the fuck you doing, man? Where are you here for? And just like, I'm sorry, I don't have another shirt. <laughs> do you have shoes with toes in them, too? Like, no. You've... You've deciphered my entire wardrobe. He's lucky it wasn't an Eagle. <laughs> you can imagine, like, an Eagles game where, like, how many Eagles fans do you think just 
jump out of like station wagons and Greyhound buses to go to that game and like start imposing their will on the rest of the stadium. <laughs> it would it would be pretty bad. Uh Big J Okerson Remember there's two E's and Eagles. I forgot two, but <laughs> Big J Okerson posted like an image of him. He must have been at the uh the San Diego Chargers game where the Eagles were the away team and he was like it was like an Eagles home game. Go Eagles <laughs> That's exactly what it was with the Giants. It really felt like a Giants home game there. Because it was more like if you turn to the left, it was. I should have taken a picture of it, um, but I was too busy paying Pokemon Go, obviously. Yeah. Uh, in between snaps, uh, but it was it was mostly just blue jerseys all the way down and yeah. things like that. It was a crazy huge home crowd for their uh, away team crowd, which I guess is generally what that stadium's like. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I didn't know. Yeah, I'm very curious to see how cheap ticket prices are for that. I mean, fifteen bucks for a, a Rays game is pretty nuts. Yeah, I, uh, it's it's more or less pretty pretty cheap to get. And you don't get anything in New York for that anything. No, ever. no. And I I'll note I I and the most such a like heavily populated. It's one of the most heavily populated parts of the country to begin with. Probably outside of like California, the most heavily populated area in such a small space. And it's predominantly Giants fans. There's some Jets fans in there, but the Jets haven't really given anybody much to root about. Since the seventies, yeah, more or less, it has been. I mean, I, I'm sure there's like a mix. I'm sure there's certain areas. There's been seasons in there. I'm sure where they look, but that's oh, yeah, the thing is they always didn't do it. So, yeah, and I'm sure there's parts. So it's all giant. It's so many Giants fans. It's such a concentrated area. I can imagine it's cheaper. Um, but it was it, it was one of those things. I didn't like go get any snacks or anything like that. It was like that knowledge of like, look, I'm trying to do this trip as cheaply as possible. Yeah. Did you get tempted and look at the prices and you're like, oh, God, if it's more than six, I'm not going to do no, it. I <laughs> it's like $9 for pretzel bites and cheese. No, I didn't because uh, we had to say we got there late, so I got to the seat immediately. And I just never bothered leaving because, uh, well, small fact of story, I didn't tell you, it was raining prior to going in, like storming when we were really? there. Huh. You may not have seen it if you watch the game. They really have a way of dressing. I saw a minute of it. That was uh, it. Of dressing it up to make it look like it was sunny, beautiful weather. It was overcast the entire time. Uh, but we stopped to get, like, even rain ponchos just in case. Uh, and once I sat down, I sat in the water, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to let this dry under my butt. I'm just not going to move. We're just settling in this spot at this point. I'll, like, get up with my wet ass and then find mm-hmm. to sit back down into it. And fuck that. I think my main... Uh, the. The main goal would be if I decided to live in Florida, the, the main benefit from it would be like outsiders like, yeah, hurricanes coming. Like, yeah, you'll be all right. Just stick with me, kid. Cause like I've been through a few. It's up here. It's like, oh, Sandy was terrible. I almost lost power in the middle of an Xbox Live game. <laughs> almost. I saw a flicker. Flickers. <laughs> People died where? Oh, I don't care about that state. Put a what now? <laughs> No, Jersey. That, that, that was you trying to change it into a racist thing. <laughs> uh, no, Mikey. Yes, and? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I tried to save as much money as evidenced by the airline I took, Allegiant, which, uh, pretty decent, like, airline flights. Essentially, like, airfare cover, essentially, both ways was right, like, 150, which usually costs, like, one way. But it's one of those airline flights. Not bad flights. at all. No frills. Yeah. Oh, well, that's not just no frills. It's, uh, don't expect anything. <laughs> like, How was the leg space? Leg space wasn't bad. I had to pay, like, a $10 charge to get one of the exit row seats, but it's, like, no free carry-ons, no free in-flight food, everything charged, even water is $2. I don't know. Uh, every, like, extra piece of luggage is something, like, essentially nothing would be complimentary. Nothing like that. And I think that's the way to go. How long was the flight? Two and a half hours. 
Okay. Not bad at all. And it is by far the best and, like, quickest experience with an airline I've had. I think because everybody who's taking that flight knows they're here to, like, kind of save money. Yeah. So there's, like, when you get on there, normally, like, the big issue when you get on the flight is, like, everybody's, like, going in an aisle be like, oh, where do I put my suitcase? Oh. Yeah. Most people are trying to eliminate having any carry-on because they don't want to pay that charge. So most people are just down the aisle to their seat done and then up afterwards and out. You don't get a lot of people with babies yeah. and shit like that. Like, it was easy. Sounds a lot like uh, whaling, those flights we took in Spain. Yeah, it was real smooth like that. Was there a lot of smelly African guys that sat right next to you? <laughs> Not on my flights, no. <laughs> Although, on my flight in, I was definitely next to a couple that were, must have been going down there for, like, a honeymoon. At least four different times. I was working on Spanish notes the entire way down there. And at least four different times she spilled drinks on my laptop. <laughs> at least four different times. That's great. It was like a couple times, too. It was me, like, working and be like, whoops! And just seeing water spill across my laptop. And just her being like, sorry! Just like, it's, what do I do? Like... Did she really still think it was an accident by the fourth time? Yeah, I mean, I could see she was a little bit drunk after a while. And it was never, like, only once was it, like, an egregious amount of alcohol. Sometimes it was just, like, I'd see her be like, squoop! And she's, like, couple... wait, she's buying alcohol on a two-hour flight? Yeah. <laughs> Look, she at pretty... some ridiculous price, I assume. It was at least $10 for, like, one of those small bottles. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'd, look, I was heartbroken at two, but... It was just seeing, like, every so often, I'd be like, whoops, and there's, like, a couple splashes hit my laptop Honestly, you're a calmer like, man than me. By the fourth time, it'd be hard not to punch someone. Like, this can't be an accident anymore. This has to be... It would be It would be probably a lot more infuriating. Is this Impractical Jokers? Are you yeah. on the radio with someone? Like, how many times can I knock my drink on this dickhead's laptop? <laughs> In a two and a half hour Before flight. he mans up and actually does something about it. I, I said at one point, she's like, I'm so sorry. I was like, look, it, like if this were a more expensive laptop, I probably would care. But this is such a piece of crap at this point. It's like, whatever, almost. I, I can't really get that angry about it. Yeah. But yeah, there was at least a couple. And then there was a point where she tried to offer me like a drink. Like, you want some? And I was like, mm, no. Because I could just see this. Like, yeah, sure, I'll have that. And be like, what? <laughs> like, right to my USB port somehow. Right, I'm going to right hand, overhand, dunk this. <laughs> She's like, can't you take it away? I'm like, wait, well, you guys, the quarterback. He's the one who took <laughs> I'm like, oh, laptop. Are you familiar with Michael Jordan's windmill dunk? <laughs> I always like every time, and I feel like you probably would have the same idea about me. Every time you, you tell me you're flying somewhere, I always hope it's like the gassiest, <laughs> oldest woman sits next to you. Just corpulent as all day long. <laughs> so I'll get on. And, uh, like, even as she sits down, she's like, oof. Like, as she sits down to sales. <laughs> no, there's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, she's essentially like a roller coaster that's about to start. You get that, like, gas. You're like, <laughs> it's the, it's, you hear, like, the smoke monster in her stomach. Like, <laughs> <laughs> How long's this flight? They also, you know, know why I found so much amusement in this. They mentioned it was complimentary bathroom. <laughs> I was like, wait, is there a bathroom you charge for? 
I guess they're just like, well, we can't use complimentary on anything else inside of this airplane. So complimentary bathroom, everybody. That'd be cool if they just hired like the biggest black dude to be the security guard by the bathroom. And like every time you come near it, he looks like he's about to club you over the head. And he's like, oh, that's right. Complimentary today. <laughs> it's airline. We got lucky this time. <laughs> it's customer appreciation. Am I? The bathroom's all complimentary. <laughs> Enjoy for four and a half minutes. <laughs> I'm coming in at that point. Then you're just jerking off and. I'm like, am I? Is that? Yeah, right. maybe I can't argue with that logic. <laughs> Not that I've been warned, certainly. Yeah. But essentially, that was the, uh, the main situation of seeing the Giants game. You glad you saw it, though? Yeah, I'm super glad to have seen it. That's a bucket list it thing, was, right? You saw a live Giants see, game. Yeah, see a live game. I think the only thing that'd be beyond that would be like getting to see one with Dad, but that's going to be a pretty tough task, considering... Yeah. Uh, the cost of it generally. It's like, do I fly to Tampa to watch the Giants maybe lose again? If you can get that price, I bet you could swing it. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd be all for it. But uh, Hey, Adam, here just to visit that cute little tyke. What's her name? <laughs> Sally or something. What Chris, is uh, Christopherina? Because <laughs> well, it's named after me, right? <laughs> Lady, yeah, Lady Christina? Uh, 150, now. you might be able to get them down there, though. It was a, but it was an exciting game. It would have been brutal if the Giants had just been crushed. Like if it did, it go exactly the way that Owen thirteen thing did. But uh, getting to see, because uh, as a Giants fan, oh yeah, forever, Chris, you got to see a Giants game. Like, I don't know if I call it a game. Yeah, I'd be like, and Saul is a pretty strong word. I was blasted out after seven dollar micheladas to I always get sort myself of, into a state. I always sort of wondered if the mercy rule was a real thing, and then I got to see it happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got to see Eli Manning cry on a big screen. That was see nice. Eli Manning throwing in the towel in the middle of a game. Which was also intercepted. In <laughs> return for a touchdown. <laughs> they somehow counted it, too. It wasn't the ball. But Mercy rule. It's up. not over till you drag your carcasses off the field. But now, uh, Eli Manning's always been known as, like, kind of, like, an ungraceful quarterback. He's not a, like, there's, there's those quarterbacks who are known for being running back, like, quarterbacks. Like when the It's not a first. style, pe- like, coaches teach. Yeah, it's usually something that, like, just pure... It works for you down. genetically, yeah. Uh, and Eli Manning's never that one. But every so often, rare occasion, he'll run. And I got to see one of those rare, graceful appearances of an Eli Manning rushing touchdown, which is Ooh. just always the, like, most galloping, like, gimp gazelle into the end. So like, <laughs> Sliding, like, falling in untouched, essentially. It's like, very horse-like, and it should be more cheetah-like, right? Yeah. It, uh, it, even it should horse, be sleeker. Even horse-like is too strong of a word for it. It's definitely like a dog that's standing on its two legs for too long and doesn't know how to balance anymore. Like, well, just falls face first in, essentially, yeah. But it's glorious to see. It's like a unicorn. So yeah. I got to see one of those live, which is pretty sweet. How many yards did you get on that? Uh, it's probably like 15, 17. It was, it was a decent. It was a decent. Yeah, that's definitely fun to see. Yeah, it was, it, you don't see a lot, but yeah. no matter what happens, you got to see Eli Manning play once and have an okay game. Yeah, play. I got to see several guys. I got to see like big Odell catches and things like that. It was all good on that. So good trip all around. But you were off doing your own exciting sports-related adventures, trying out for the Houston Lady Rockets. I almost made it. They said they're going to call. <laughs> they said if one more position opens, I'm in. For all the water boys I blew, I better get a call back. <laughs> water boys, Mikey, that's not up the chain. Up the chain is who you're supposed to blow. It's still blowing up. It was the executive BP yesterday. What happened? <laughs> no, Christopher. <laughs> Suck every battle, everywhere. <laughs> Always fight them in your mind. 
I did a marathon yesterday. Congratulations. Woo! I clap, but my hands are pretty sore from clapping about Giants Good Place yesterday. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's been a bucket list thing, and I am very glad I did it. Uh, that being said, it's never happening again. Mark my words, and I'll make sure to write down the name of this podcast to listen to it, just in case in a year from now I'm like, you know what, marathons aren't that bad. I'm pretty sure I could do another one. This blue... My ass feels like Mike Tyson's punching bag. <laughs> like, my quads are on fire. Like, going down the stairs is hell. I'm sunburned from the sun because I ran five and a half hours. When we started, it was blistering cold out. By the time we ended, it was swelteringly hot. <laughs> is there just a cascade, like a trail I could follow of clothes of Michael? Yeah. Michael, like, a discarded clothes. Of, right of crappy $5 Walmart clothing, yes. Okay. There were quite a few. Yeah, of course. Come on. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were just like, I'm going to tough it out for these first couple miles. I had a knee band that's uh, not far from useless at this point, but I still paid 15 bucks for it like three years ago, and I still like, no, I'll put that in my pocket. <laughs> i got to say that. But his $2 sweat jacket. At mile 20, I stopped for water. And uh, this is in New York, Corning, New York. Uh, I guess everything above that little... That dip that New York City comes from mm-hmm. is considered upstate. Okay. I think. Not 100%. That makes sense to me. But it's a little part upstate New York, maybe like 15 miles over the Pennsylvania border. Um, I did it, and at mile 20, I stopped for water. And all of a sudden, this dude came by on a bicycle and like put his hand on my shoulder. And I turned around, it was Uncle Tom. Who just, like, decided to surprise me. Yeah, I actually knew about this. Did you? Yeah, he, he messaged me ahead of time saying that he was going to do it and wanted to know if I wanted to ride up along with him. But that was when I was all right. I already know it's head to tail. <laughs> I got to go see the Giants <laughs> kick some ass. I'll go see the Giants whoop some ass, Eagle Boy. No time for your faggy Eagle talk. <laughs> go suck off, old man. Woo! Go Giants! Show me! I, I, wait, wait, hold on. Let me start it again. <laughs> Fuck you. You're on, old man. Boom! You'll be begging me for our record tomorrow. Begging me. Yeah. Which, at that point, would have been the glorious one in three. <laughs> gagoosh, gagoosh, Go gagoosh. Yeah, just to see how long for Uncle Tom hangs up. Like, <laughs> He's like, this is a text message. I'm just not looking at these anymore. <laughs> so, Uncle Tom... But that was awesome. Yeah, that was Uncle... That was awesome that he surprised me. And, uh... He kind of rode on a bicycle, like, the most of the last next six miles. Eventually met up with Karen, who's the girl that, like, convinced me to do it. Uh, like, my one of my best friend's fiancé. And um, we run a ton of races, never finished together. A couple times she skunked me, pulled a Terry, where, like, <laughs> waited till the end to break off, just to, like, I beat you by eight seconds, loser. Like, I thought this was I together. Was special. <laughs> but we got to finish together, which was awesome. Uh, it's off the bucket list. That's awesome. Because I always would have wondered if I could have. And I ne- knowing you can is a huge tag, too. And I never thought I could. I don't know if it was a great idea. Yeah, I started having some kidney problems in the last week of training. <laughs> really? They were sore sometimes. It was never, like, agonizing. What but does it, kidney pains mean? Like, you're just, like... Uncomfortable okay. would be the level I'd put it. And it was only, like, when I was sleeping and trying to go to bed. But then, you know, it's fucking up my whole sleep schedule. And, uh... I honestly just thought it was booze, because it's like, well, I did have that bachelor party the weekend before, and then Shawnee Boy visited the weekend before that. Mm. Maybe I'm just getting old, and it's never been a problem before, but maybe that's finally affecting it. And then uh, the Karen's dad, stepfather mentioned, like, how are your kidneys feel? Because a lot of us get kidney problems with your first marathon. It's like, yeah, it's because your kidneys aren't getting enough blood, because it's getting like pumped Pumped other places, so it starts weakening it. I can see that. 
and every part of my lower torso hurts. And I've heard tomorrow is going to be worse. Are you off work for that, or I'm off work technically tomorrow and Wednesday. Oh, okay. I was planning on going in Wednesday though, but um, I I constantly like every few running five and a half fucking hours. Every like hour, I'd get some monster fart that felt like it was going to be shit, and I didn't want to take the chance. And I can't get five and a half hours. If you're judging, is not a great time for a marathon. It's towards like the back end of the crowd. I mean, it's my only goal was finishing it. I that's that's the only thing. I could not care. But the porta johns that late in the game start getting pretty gross because oh. everyone's made their way through, <laughs> and they do, uh, and now it's gone from cold to blazing hot sun, <laughs> just sitting up. Just a shit box of, of Kenyan turds. <laughs> of Who am I kidding? Most white people beat me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you mean simmering <laughs> sitch soup? The odds of me getting killed in a terrorist attack at the finish line is pretty low. Did you uh, did you end up like catching up on a bunch of podcasts during it? I caught up. I decided to do it with my phone so I could make sure, like, if I had to call people when I finished, because I didn't drive there, so. Um, I downloaded this app, the racing place sent you, and, uh, it required people to also download the app and do Like most of them just put it in your chip. So it's all you need to know is their name and go to the racing website. This one actually made you download an app, made me register, and then makes them look up my bib number. And it just destroyed my battery. Really? I, yeah, it crushed it. And, uh, I went from, I got like what that first two hour episode of, of Tell Him Steve Dave that we were talking about. It's a huge long ass episode. Yeah. And then I was like down to a, probably like a third of my battery power. Jesus. And this is only like mile seven or eight. So it's yeah. like I pretty much turned it off for the rest of the race just to make sure I had something left. I had planned to listen to a bunch of Tell Him's. That sucks. No. Eh, it's, uh, I mean, yeah, that's unfortunately that's just how it worked out. So you just went with the rest of, like, the music along the way? The music I planned on world. turning it on, like, in the 20s, but then I saw Uncle Tom, and it felt rude as he's, like, bicycling. Oh, yeah. He's, like, he's already come up from yeah Pennsylvania for it, everything like that. Yeah, I can see that. Was it just him who showed up? Or Jackson was at the finish line. Okay. Typical Jackson, like, hey, what's up, buddy? Good, sir. I passed by him a couple times in Hack now. I've never gotten, like, a <laughs> hands up. or <laughs> Really? Yeah. I don't know if he's noticed me, but I feel like it. It's happened enough now that I'm like, you're just low-key shitting me. Okay. Fair enough, bud. I get it. He's like, take it easy, Uncle Christopher. Don't call me that. Don't call me that. (laughs) Granted, yes, I was there when you were born, but still. (laughs) Shaving. (laughs) (laughs) Nice kid. (laughs) (laughs) See, they are for me. Giants are great. It's never going (laughs) to (laughs) change. Which is weird, because at that time, we really didn't have much of a leg to stand on with that statement. Um, but don't, uh, future Mikey, don't do another marathon. You did one. That's fine. I know in a year from now, I'm going to be like, but if I do two, then I'm a marathoners. Is that what you really want? Or I can say I've run marathons. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I was going to say, being able to say I've run marathons. There was uh, definitely a point, too, where I was at, like, the peak of, like, working out every day that I had made that, like, goal. I was like, I want to do a marathon in every state. Oh, wow. And I feel like that's such a, like overly ambitious thing that it's just like, cause I, I've heard people who have attempted that who are like, well, I run like 28 miles a day and naturally it's just like, what well, sounds a lot like too much work. That sounds like a lot of effort to put into that. Oh, they just must be like, there's no, that's so bad for you to some degree. That's well, I'm many. sure it's not that money every yeah. single day, but it's just one of those things where it's like, that's a person who lives just to run. I'm like, I don't know if I can devote myself 
that much to running. Well, what happens now? if you injure yourself one day and running's no longer your thing? Like, what are you going to start dumping all that energy into? Then? Yeah. Especially, too, I'm like, what if you, like, and I, it, it would be like one of those things where I was like, oh, well, Hawaii would be the last one, too. You'd want to finish on, like, the most fun one when you're, like, at an older age. And you're like, go Hawaii vacation! Yeah. So it's like, what if I'm like, I get, like, five into it. I'm like, <clears throat> I wasted North Dakota, fucking Ohio, Utah, and Idaho on this shit? <laughs> garbage places? Just garbage! I just went with the first four in the calendar year. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I wasted my life! I did Pennsylvania! Pennsylvania! Philadelphia. And was showered in garbage. I thought... For of, wearing just a blue and white and red shirt. That's it. I wore, <laughs> Didn't say Giants. I was promoting unity. Wore a Giants jersey stitched together with an Eagles jersey. Thought that would get me something. They just ripped the Giants half-half and pooped on that <laughs> side of my chest. I hate Philly. I hate it. It'd be very curious if you made the Philly Marathon your one Pennsylvania one. Yeah, it was like the goal of like, ooh, let's find like a cool marathon in each state too. I mean, it's still on the uh, like the horizon. Yeah, I would absolutely suggest making that one. And you're young enough too. I mean, you still gotta. It's a lot of running, and it's very monotonous. Like, I mean, physically tiring, but then mentally exhausting too. I also wouldn't have wanted to listen to anything like talking podcast wise by the end of that. It's just like this is all just keeping this moving forward at a, a very slow pace. <laughs> Well, that was the thing, yeah. When I did that half marathon, it was like podcast. It was like music to start, and then it was podcast during that middle portion of just nothing going on. And then by the end, of it, it was like, I have to go back to music. Like, I need something that actually keeps me, like, at a pace of some kind. Because podcast, you eventually just lose track during. I downloaded Stevie Wonder's Part-Time Lover, like, the week before. I was so excited to have that as, like, one of my last few songs. <laughs> Part-Time Lover? Really? It's so good. It's actually one of my, it might be my favorite Stevie Wonder song. Fair enough. Outside of, like, uh... So, uh, fucking never mind. <laughs> like, stop ourselves from get a Stevie Wonder tangent. Yeah, but uh, abs, one hundred percent glad I did it. It's done. I'll never have to wonder again because that would have been. It would have always been like, could I have? It seems improbable. It happens, not impressively, but nonetheless, still it happened. happened. Is uh, impressive enough, regardless. Never fucking yeah, happened again. Hat on that. Here's the medal. That's a place known for making glass. So oh, okay. the metal's made of glass. I thought for a moment it was plastic, like a shitty blue plastic, kind of like... It I almost, did, too. It almost looks like a Tupperware lid at first glance, and I was about to be like, I would scream. I would throw yeah. things at them. It is glass, but yeah, that's what I thought, because like, especially its reflection in the sun looked like shitty plastic. Like, are you fucking kidding me? All the billboards for the glass museum you have here? <laughs> like, that's something for people to go to? <laughs> yeah, you're like, how... This is no. This can't be possible. Like we went to <clears throat> when we picked up the bibs. There was like a glass blowing exhibition at the museum, mm. and we went to see it. And we saw a couple minutes of them blowing glass. And uh, Karen's uncle was uh, stepdad was like, "Well, it was kind of cool, wasn't it?" And I was like, "That's exactly what I assumed glass blowing looked like based on a one minute video I saw on Sesame Street when I was a kid." And now I had to sit, I had to walk upstairs to go watch this. From still a hundred feet away? Yeah. I don't know. There's Sometimes there could be some cool stuff. I remember seeing the glass exhibit in Tampa when I went there the first time. And there's some cool stuff if they really do the crazy stuff. Like, you were seeing chandeliers of, like, spires of glass, like, wrapping around themselves in different colors. Yeah, the actual museum did have some stuff like that. There was one that was, like, a squid chandelier that was yeah. pretty ridiculous. Like, that's where I'm like, okay, I can dig it that way, but... 
just seen it itself. I remember Adam tried to go, like, let's go to a glass pulling class. And I was like, that sounds uh, not interesting at all. Maybe I made a sweet piece for Mikey. Yeah. <laughs> Singing pipe for Mikes. For Mickles. There's a lot of shards For Mickle Ultra. <laughs> There's a lot of sharp edges on this pipe. It's all for you, big bro. Put it Try right in there. light it up right now. Oh, my lips are bleeding quite a lot. That'll stop in time. It's probably the herpes. Maybe you should wrap it up sometime, Mikey. <laughs> it's such a filthy whore. Uh, yeah, I think one of the time... Sorry, one of the brief things in Tampa we also did was, uh, I guess, because Oktoberfest was started, so we had a couple breweries doing that. And oh, that's cool. Like one that had, um, like, giant... Are they close to water? Pool. In Tampa, or is that it? Yeah, they're actually... Because they don't live in Tampa. Tampa Bay. Yeah, they don't live in Tampa itself. They live in St. Pete, which is a little bit outside of Tampa. And from where they live, they were four minutes away from, like, downtown, essentially, and then four minutes away from the beach, and just the opposite direction. So they're pretty close to all that. Okay. So it's a pretty sweet area there. Did you feel adventurous going into Florida in the middle of hurricane season? Like, when you got on the plane to leave there, did you, like, drop your hat right before the door? So the airplane shut off and then reach under and grab it like Indiana Jones. Like, <laughs> like get on the plane, jet fat stuff. <laughs> fat giants nerd. Hey! Uh, I didn't see the guy behind me that you must be talking to. But <laughs> That's still rude to say to him. No, it wasn't that. It's not that bad down there right now. It was raining a couple times, uh, which uh, surprised Adam and his wife. They were like, it doesn't normally rain this much outside of like hurricanes. But, um, like, yeah, I, I mentioned it to him. I was like, it's like you brought a dark cloud here. Yeah. Something doomed to ruin the giants. <laughs> oh, no! I really felt that at the time, too. But now, I, I, outside of, like, a couple of billboards that were still down, like, weren't replaced, um, and there's, like, a couple trees that you saw that, like, torn away, you just saw the stumps, you wouldn't notice any damage. Really? In that particular place I was in. Like, St. Pete just wasn't affected that bad by it. The Tampa Bay's on the Gulf, right? Yes. Okay. I believe so, yes. And, like, at that close to the Gulf, I hear the water's, like, just brilliant. It's much lighter than I've the ocean. S- I've seen a couple, like, yeah, I've never actually been to the beach while I've been down there, because every time I have been, it's, like, the first time it was in January, so it wasn't really swimming weather, and this time it was, like, late in the season, and I was only going to be there a couple days, so mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not planning to go to the beach. I'm not getting this Giants jersey yeah, wet, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> this Plaxico Burris jersey, are you kidding me? <laughs> the super faded out Plaxico Burris jersey? No, I didn't even have a jersey to wear, unfortunately. Oh. And all those jerseys were from my fatter days, so they did, they've never, they've gone off to old goodwill or something like that. Oh man, what if you get super fat? I know that is the that is the worry. Like, what if I get super huge again? I don't have any giant jerseys to wear. I'll have to buy them all over again. What was it all for? <laughs> what if I, been I mean, all those guys are gone, right? Pretty much every jersey you had. I think yeah, every jersey I had was gone at that point because I think I had Keem Nicks, oh, Keem Nicks, Brandon Jacobs, and Plaxo Burris, and all three of them are off the team now. I mean, all three of them are off the team because they got old, except to Keem Nicks, but. Did they all retire, or... Yeah, they're all retired at this point. Okay. Um, retired as Giants, or... At least Brendan Jacobs and Plaxico Burris were. Um, no, Plaxico Burris was on the Jets. Well, like, a season after he came back. I don't know if you retired... You may have retired as a Giant, though. A lot, a lot of guys will go back to a team for a one-day contract, so, so that they can retire as that player. Oh, I don't count that shit. <laughs> that's 100% what you have to do with a lot of guys who... That's like saying Steve Young's always going to be like a Tennessee Titan or whatever fucking like bullshit he was for one season. You and your gay ass team sports. It's, what are you talking about? You sign a contract with a team for one day to retire with them. Ugh. That that's insane. That you would hold this. All right, whatever. Regardless, no. <laughs> None of those guys are still in the NFL. Okay. Um. But yeah, no, it was a pretty good thing all around there. Um, it's going to haunt you. I feel like it was. Uh, that'll be another wormhole. That's like Christopher. You can. St- 
you can stop uh, the Vegas shootings today, <laughs> or you can go back and be like, Chrisler, don't give all those jerseys away to Goodwill. What if you get super fat? <laughs> well, it's not even a concrete decision. Well, it's like you can just offer yourself another opinion from yourself in the future. It doesn't really have too much more beyond the same And as you're then. thinking about it, you're like, oh, I seem to remember a future self coming and warning me and just being a big dickhead, and who cares what he thinks. <laughs> but why take a chance? Yeah. <laughs> but two couldn't hurt. <laughs> Maybe the second time I'll listen. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 18 gut future quest friends. Like, don't give those jerseys away. <laughs> just like, a bunch of wormholes. Like, isn't this dangerous for our house? <laughs> and you're just like, shut up, homos. <laughs> Do what <Why>? I want. <laughs> Me working out at that point. Like, well, no, I'm never getting fat again. <laughs> the house sucking into a dead bear. You, Christopher, seriously, like, looking into buying, like, a, a juice squeezer. Like, hmm, maybe it's time. Is me, like, thinking, considering, a like, bullet. I could just start making, like, parfaits for breakfast every day. Shakes. The ingredients. It's so easy. I can live on shakes. It's all the nutritional value. Yeah. <laughs> it's not It's not I the think, Christopher buying caramel-flavored water. That was a curious decision I made that did not pay off my benefit whatsoever. <laughs> but then there's, like, three me's in the back. Or there's a Christopher, what did you get by again? It's not the one day I came down and found, like, a tin of cupcakes and only, like, two cupcakes left. And I was like... There's no way Christopher ate, like, eight cupcakes last night, did he? I think you only made, like, a handful. Like, maybe four. Yeah. I must was... have eaten two, but it looked like you literally ate, like, a... Oh, yeah, there was a... Like, an eight, ten can of cupcakes. No, it was, yeah. It, there was, like, some, like, salted caramel fucking cupcake thing that you had, like, bought at some point that I decided to make, and it didn't fit, like, all the things... I ate, like, I think one and threw the rest away. They were disgusting. Really? They were pretty revolting. They were like a buck fifty. The picture looked so good, though, didn't it? I think it did. I think we just didn't have the right It was like a salted caramel, like, brownie bomb or something. Like It, it was like a salted caramel thing, but it didn't, like, sit right at all. Like, it just, like, it almost, like, felt like became, like, a flan. Like, it never, it, it never solidified to something like a cake. It was always like this coagulated fucking thing. Like, I could jiggle with my finger. Even after a week, I could still like jiggle with my finger. I was like, this is gross. I should not be eating this. Still a week later? It took me a while to clean it up. In the basement. <laughs> like you first thought about it, like, maybe. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I, uh, I had an experience at Giant the other day mm-hmm. that I thought you might enjoy. So I've learned one of my major flaws as a person is I care way too much about other people. Yeah. And not in like a humble brag way, like it's a legitimate concern. So I had this couple come in late one night and they wanted to find uh, non-crisps. I vaguely knew of it. I was like, I feel like I've seen them before. So I tried to like guide them over to where I thought they were. Yeah. And they were a super nice uh, couple, uh, probably only like a few years older than I am. And uh, white, of course, to clarify that. Yeah. Well, you said nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I guide them over to where I thought they were, and they weren't there. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. They're not here. I think there might like be another place in the store, mm-hmm. but it's the opposite end, so I don't want to hold you guys up. So I was like, you guys go wait up by the register if you'd like. I'm going to see if I can find it. I, I couldn't find them there, so I like found like a manager. He misunderstood me, directed me somewhere else. Went back, asked him again. He's like, oh, shit, sorry about that. Let me see if I could find them. He couldn't. We found a store manager, and he's like, I think they're over there. And before I even went back to check, I was like, I don't know if that the, that couple's even still here. So I run back up to the front, and I see them as they're, they've already checked out and are leaving. And I'm like, hey, sorry about this. You know, I sorry I couldn't find them. They're, like, they're super cool about it. They're like, no, it's perfectly fine. We're so glad you tried to help. It'd be weird if they weren't. Uh, yeah, they're like, we will go get them the next day. Thanks for everything. So I went back to it. I was probably at work for another hour and a half after that, and the entirety of my time, it was me 
focused intently on the misery I've probably caused, like creating scenarios in my mind of the catastrophes I've caused for that couple by not finding a non-crisp for them. Like, it started off simple. Catastrophes? Yeah. Like, it starts off simple where they're just, like, both on the couch. like Given watching the events like, of today? Like, watching Netflix, and she just turns up, she's like, man, I really like some non-Chris right now. Like, really, man, I'm really hungry for some non-Chris. And that just kept escalating in scenarios from there where she just starts, like, the husband's just like, why'd you bother asking that guy? Of course he wouldn't know. That's always what you do. You're always asking guys for things that you know they don't have. And she's just like, you're just like your father. You're so rude. Like, it causes a divorce between them. And then eventually it's like a serial killer breaks. He's like, I'm going to blow your husband's head off unless you have non-Chris. It just kept escalating from there and there. Into a murder-suicide? or murder-suicide. Eventually it was like a Freddy Krueger-like monster was after them. And like they found the ancient tome about his life. And they're like, it says it could be swayed away by non-Chris. But we won't get them until tomorrow. Damn, that fat kid a giant. That's it. I'm flying to Vegas. <laughs> That's it. I've got to find them. Book me a corner room hotel. <laughs> Really nailing it thick on the Vegas stuff here. Seems dating this episode. I seems relevant. Specifically, wanted to not do that. Eh, it seems, but when something big comes up, yeah, it's almost like. I mean, the average. I mean, we haven't even brought the up. average garden variety mass shooting of like whatever eight or nine dead people. <laughs> Feh. I mean, it was the second one today. Oh, the, was there? One of the schools, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> but the fifty-eight dead—that's like that's something to be paid attention to for sure. Now I'm going to bring up also Tom Petty's apparently dead. Is he? Yeah. Fuck, I heard the song earlier today. Shit. I mean, there's conflicting reports right now as to whether or not he's dead or still in critical condition, but last I heard it was he'd been... Uh, You're looking it up? Dead. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Like, breaking news, conflicting reports on the status of Tom Petty, but it was dead. Oh, that'd be such a shame, man. So. It would have been so nice to make it, like, through this year without, like, a major music star dying. And I'm not. Oh, a huge, no, last year, yeah. I'm not a huge Tom Petty fan, but I oh, like, I, I, I respect. Falling, yeah. I respect several of his songs. I like a, a lot. It's. I would hate to see like it'd just be nice to make it through one year without one dying. Uh, well, the top two trending, top four trending treats are Tom Petty, uh, Tom Petty, uh, Running Down a Dream, and R.I.P. Tom. So, it sounds as though he's gone. That stinks, man. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, what is he like sixty something? Probably with us. Uh, but it's like that. Tom Petty dead just from being so cool. Really? Hmm. That's what if that happens to me? Result. It's not going to happen to you, so don't worry. <laughs> I'm the not. doctor of cool. You might live to be a thousand and two before coolness kills you. Hmm. Well, that's good to know. I got a long life. <clears throat> like that's not what that. Well, it's, whatever. That wasn't a liver check. You. <laughs> <laughs> uh, off topic slightly, and perhaps dark. But I need to go back Tom and Petty check. was not on your death pool. There's no way. No, Are you I, doing this? But I think Hugh Hefner was. It might have been. He was on one of them in the last couple of years, That's for sure. Like I, I feel like I need to check that back. But. <clears throat> I had him written down. Let me see if ooh, I still do. Let's see. Do I get another free pizza? Littlefinger and Hugh Hefner? Am I a god of death this year? Am I a Shinigami? <laughs> the Hobbit. <laughs> Just vent for a minute. Oh, well, of course. Uh, but yeah, there's still... Uh, as of recording this, again, we're recording this on the same day as all the Las Vegas stuff. Uh, the news is not 100% certain on that, but the way I heard it was he was found with no brain activity the night before. And now it's basically just as to whether or not he is dead or if they've been able to, like, resuscitate him in any way or anything like that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's been, it was a crazy, like, I got back. I got into the plane this morning, 
Uh, and of course, I didn't see anything in like the actual news because when I woke up, it was Adam's kid was up, so it was all story bots and nonsense. I didn't find any news. Um, then landed, came here, basically went and took a nap, woke up, and it's like, oh, like six tragedies have happened while you've been asleep. Like, oh my god, what a day! What a day! Storybot's not a bad show, though. As I'm scrolling through all the uh, <coughs> the notes of the podcast, I keep the, all the notes I kept for like all the movies we're going to talk about for the Oscar contest this year, <laughs> and you saw two. I was like, well, I better have 15 notes on that. I'm sure this time it's going to go much better. This time I've got it on lockdown. Do you promise? <laughs> Look, once those Oscar nominations start coming in, you start seeing those really good predictions, I'm going to be all over this. Like, white on rice. Although there's some rice that are yellow and red, other various colors. But what are your feelings on uh, Tom Petty? I mean, it's a huge... Top call. three songs, if you can. <sighs> I think I had to almost see... Because I know there's, like, Running Down a Dream and Free Fallen. Last Free, Chance with Mary Jane. But Free, like, Free Fallen's not my favorite. That was always the one bummer I had with Super Bowl Forty Two. Uh I was stuck at Giant during it. Mm-hmm. Or not Giant, Target. Came in during it. It was the Super Bowl halftime show with Tom Petty. And I was like, oh, this is the one part I'm going to catch. And it was, of course, Free Fallen 2, which I'm like, this is, like, my least favorite Tom Petty song at the moment. What was me? The Super Bowl's cursed. Uh, running Down a Dream is great. I, I can remember there's several times of, like, playing Grand Theft Auto. I want to see San Andreas. And that was one of the songs on the radio. And that, that, that part where, like, a good song comes on the radio and, and, like, San Andreas. And you're, like, at a mission stop, like, just in your car idling. Like, no, nah, wait for this song to end first. Uh, let me see. What, what would you be your top uh, three? Uh, Free Fallen's probably number one. Won't Back Down is a good one. Yeah. I might go Last Dance with Mary Jane is number two. Uh, I keep saying Life is a Highway, but that's not him. Um, what were the other singles? Uh, I'm trying to look it up. I hate the way you, or Wikipedia for some reason, like, snaps them together as, like, all discography. Like, I wish it would just have a spot for singles. Uh, Free Fawn, I Won't Back Down, You Don't Know How It Feels, Ryan Done a Dream, Wildflowers, You're So Bad, Facing the Crowd, Time to Move On, You Wreck Me, Feel a Whole Lot Better, It's Gonna Be King, which I don't think is the Simba song from Lion King, so I won't go with that. You don't know that. Zombie Zoo, Love is a Long Road, A Mind with a Heart of Its Own, The Apartment Song. Hmm. I can do this anthology, maybe that is. If you want to pause it real quick, I gotta piss. Oh man! Like, this, I know. On. I hate We're so it. close to the end, but I'm so crippled from the oh, run. Jesus. You have to. All right, we're back. So we couldn't find the death pool. If any fans remember the death pool, <laughs> I think we can just listen to the episode. There's no way. We, I know we definitely labeled it this time. Okay. So we can easily find that episode and. and catch you might. Someone way. definitely had Hugh Hefner in the last couple of years. I know. I wrote the pool down at one point or another. I think uh-huh. I had George Bush Sr. and Amanda Bynes, and I don't... Maybe Ric Flair? Ric Flair was on yours. I know that, because I know I heard somebody, like, get a message out that was just like, looks like somebody's got a Ric Flair pizza. disappoints me again. And it was me like, ooh, he's still alive! Ric Flair disappoints me again and survives another year. <laughs> you know, like, so far. It was like you already doing your free topping cha-cha-cha, <laughs> and then, like, the news comes out, he's okay, and I'm like, wait a minute, I had Bobby Heenan on mine, Woo! 
I didn't murder him, Ric Flair. I just made sure all of his business ventures were highly <laughs> unsuccessful, which actually didn't take that much work. Yeah, was, this wasn't like a little finger, like string pulling. <laughs> I made one call and that happened. Uh, you know, if we're really that curious, we could easily pause this episode right here and do this. If you want to decide what your top three Tom Petty songs are in the interim, and then we can wrap this up. Do we really want to force our fans to, once again, our listeners, to be like, I guess I'll do the legwork for these What, we're going to listen to the podcast? or I, Just the end of it. I mean, we can move forward in it and skip the law portion. Wait, so we're going to pause this and then listen to the Death Pool one? Yeah. Okay, yeah. All right, so we'll be back in a quick second. Hopefully Tom Petty's not dead, but it sounds like he is. Oh, well. <laughs> well actually, well, while you're doing that, do you want to throw out that uh, plug you need to do? Oh, yes. One of our uh, our great fans on Tinder... Reached out to Twitter. me. Twitter. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> a couple hot fans. Sending me messages on Grinder, and uh, it's all about word of mouth. Getting your name out there. Just, we're also a bot on Tinder. <laughs> yeah, we're we're like that Tatiana and David Mike needs movies it's thing. Filled with pictures of supermodels. That's like, don't you like this? <laughs> but uh, a fan of ours on Twitter reached out. Uh, his sister's got a, a GoFundMe to. Uh, she's musically inclined, trying to raise money. And, uh, it's a GoFundMe page to buy some, some instruments for her. And I, I highly recommend if that's something that you're involved in, uh, check out their thing. I forget what we called it again. Tiny URL. Uh, so you can find it if you search tiny URL. So tinyurl.com slash fartraiser. That's fartraiser as in fundraiser, but you've just replaced fund with fart because Mikey needed something easy to remember. <laughs> I asked it be called Toots for Tots. <laughs> well, first you were like, first you were like, nice, nice cans there, saxophoner. And I was like, Mikey, that sounds so wrong. Trumpet, obviously. <laughs> Stupid. Big moron. Regardless, uh, yeah, you can go check it out there, tinyurl.com slash fartraiser. And you can, uh, help fund, uh, a pretty good project right there. Yeah. The love to express music. And in a day, now that Tom Petty's gone, the soul equation has to balance out, so. <laughs> Alright, so, I found the episode here. What we'll do is we'll pause for a real quick moment, and we'll be back with, uh, the results as to whether or not any of the rest have won free pizzas yet. Alright, we are back, and sadly, I did not have Jake the Snare, um, uh, Hugh Hefner on my death pool this year. I, I must have put him on the year before that. Um, did I call it Leonard Nimoy the year he died? Or was no. that a year off? Damn. I don't think I, any of us have ever had gotten one on the year. Mm. Which is a shame, because like, the year I took Fidel Castro and Muhammad Ali <laughs> off my list, they both died. Yeah. Well, oh yeah, okay. Right. But uh, so far your picks, uh, Stan Lee still could happen. Aretha Franklin, it'll be a shot out of the dark. Like you'll, Who knows? It'll just, yeah. It might have happened today in the Vegas yeah. shootings. I'm just over... T- <laughs> Tom Petty and, yeah, the Vegas shootings, yeah. It'll be like uh, when Mia Farrow died. Not Mia Farrow. Whoever that chick died the same oh, day as yeah, Michael Jackson. Day, Michael Jackson, like, yeah. <laughs> Nobody gave a shit. Um, but nonetheless, a free pizza for you, so... <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> there's one man that is... <laughs> local news here. There's one man that's very enthusiastic. <laughs> Very um, emotionally charged on the death of Aretha Franklin. Free, free, free pizza. Free, free pizza. 
It's a free pizza day for Christopher. Nom, 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 nom. I, uh, I'm sorry, oh, Jack. Was it Aretha Franklin? <laughs> I'm sorry, Jack. He said he was a, a big fan in the pre-interview. Like, no, I didn't. I just did this pizza dance. <laughs> pizza, pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. Uh, Jake the Snake Roberts, you pig. <laughs> I hope it's in front of his children, too. And Jack Nicholson. Do Nichol- I get an extra pizza if it is? <laughs> <laughs> and Jack Nicholson. Like, the flurry of emotions that'll sweep through you if they die in some, like, gay lover murder-suicide drug-fused... I mean, if Aretha's Franklin there, it's not all gay. <laughs> it's, it's just like a devil's three... Obviously, she'll die from the heart attack upon hearing the news. Uh, well, that's fair enough, then. Then I'm going to be swimming in pizzas. I might build my own sovereign nation off the coast of New Jersey from all the pizzas I've obtained. I still have George Bush Sr., which, if you watched that last hurricane fundraising thing that had all the presidents in, he's in pretty bad shape. Uh, so it still could happen. Mm-hmm. Honestly, any day. Bill Cosby still could happen. That could just be Bill that. Bill Cosby, I think. That could I, be that just guy that festers in misery for another ten years before yeah, he finally dies. I... The, the shot scene of him, though, I feel like he's going to survive until, like, the uh, verdict's given, like, fully. I would just, if I were him, I would just pay for someone to, like, give me the most advanced undetectable poison possible, and I'm just going to... Oh, it's like milk of the poppy. <laughs> yeah, like, something... But I guess at this point, maybe if he waits long enough, it he'll still be able to get, like, one big day when he dies. But anyway, not dead yet. Uh, Willie Nelson could happen... Who knows? He's 107. I'm surprised you let me get away with like some of the age lists on my death pool. I mean, you, you, you had let Stan me, Lee. You let me get away with Aretha Franklin and Stan Lee. That's so. true. Aretha Franklin, old and just immensely fat. <laughs> like, was already falling apart, but still <laughs> holding on. I think she heard the podcast. She's like, no fucking pizza for you. Yeah, I assume she's Jamaican in this version. <laughs> She's like, oh, no, going into that sweet lord until I know they don't get no free pizza. <laughs> if someone said you had to eat uh, the amount of poop that weighs up to what Aretha Franklin weighs or what to half a Chevy Silverado weighs, you'd be like, I'm not sure. <laughs> Cars usually weigh like a ton. <laughs> so it's a bilateral one. So it's right down the middle, not the back half or the front half. So you're getting part of the engine in there. Mm. Yeah, that'd be a tough one to call. <laughs> Um, Jim Carrey, interesting pick. I threw that out there as my wild card in a, in a interesting week where he's decided to just do some kind of like crazy interview thing. I assume it's like some weird Andy Kaufman thing that he thinks is funny. Well, you did that one interview with the, you're you're talking about the one that- I like the Vogue Vogue magazine. No, it was like the Vogue magazine awards. Yeah, it's the thing where he goes on there, he's like, oh, doing great. This is all bullshit. Every part of this is bullshit. Everything here- You're not real. I'm not real. I just wanted to come to the most meaningless thing I could. Which is funny, because you can see, like, it's that moment where you see the the host who's like, oh, Jim Carrey, what are you like? And he starts talking, and her face like, oh, hmm, (laughs) ooh, okay, how do- do I just cut? Do I just give it up? Or what's he wearing? It I haven't seen the video. I uh, like is he dressed fashionable or is he in like a wife beater and jeans? He, no, he's in like a suit essentially. So you could see him in like it's not something where you're like, oh, what? Like obviously he doesn't stand out. Like you mm-hmm. think he'd be a part of it naturally just from seeing that. But yeah, it's that moment where like you could see. Have you seen the video? No, I've heard the audio. Okay, uh, let me see if I can pull it up on the side here as you. Because the audio, I assume it's just some kind of like Andy Kaufman esque thing that he thinks is funny. Uh, I mean, the other alternative he is he's just, just be, that depressed and 
he he's definitely got a lot of mental issues. Because I mean, once again, and... you're there if it's that meaningless, and you know you're going to get approached by people. I think he's he's in his mind it is like a statement to make or something along those lines, but it's it's really tough to even. It's honestly it almost works against him because I didn't even know Vogue had awards until I heard that story. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just try Vogue, I guess. I don't know if this will pull it up or not. Uh, mm, this is from E-Live. Well, I'm shocked they even uh, have us on there. Oh, why not? It's probably one of the few times you can get Jim Carrey on E. Uh, let's hey, Jim see. Carrey. Yeah, so he's like in a suit kind of deal. He looks fashionable. And he's like walking Carrey? around her. Yeah. He's well groomed. I mean, it, yeah, and that's like that moment. He does. He's like going in for the talk, and he's like, "None of all of this is meaningless." And you see her immediately close up, like, mm, "I'm stuck in this interview." No, but the same part of her is like, "This is going to get the most clicks tomorrow, no matter what." Oh yeah, I'm sure it will. But it's that no one gives a shit about me interviewing whatever Versace is still alive. Well, I'm sure, like to that audience, that is the thing they care about. She's like, "This is going to get the most out of." Yeah, but you want these clicks. clicks. Yeah, like, this is going to be, like, the clicks nobody, we weren't expecting or whatever. So, yeah, it's a really weird sort of scenario there. I don't know. I love upon seeing, it sounds a lot crazier than it looks when you look, I mean, he, like, if he showed up in, like, some crazy beard. Oh, if he showed up in, like, a costume. (laughs) Yeah, which I would have thought would have been more the joke of it if it is a joke. Now I'm even kind of more perplexed by it, like. It really does feel like he's just a guy, like, late into his life. Maybe just having a bad day. Yeah, and... Again, it's that thing, like, you know, some comedians just kind of have dark minds at points, I don't know. Man, that would be really rough to lose him and Jim Carrey in three years. Uh, him and Ron Williams, you mean? Or him and Ron Williams. Yeah, that's what's killing me, is I'm like, I was such a huge Jim Carrey fan as a kid, or a Jim Carrey fan as a kid, like, it was, like, right along that side He's of probably gay, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Uh, it was, like, right at him, like, Rob Williams, like, right at that level of, like, when you're that young, like, mm-hmm. a kid at that age, they're just, like, the over-the-top wacky people, you're like, oh. Someone that throws it all into yeah. it. And somebody, I th- does he, was he also openly, like, about, like, ADD and stuff? Jim Carrey? Uh, he was when he was with, uh, Jenny McCarthy. Okay. Uh, he might still be, but that was the I'm driving sure, force. I'm sure, mean, yeah. That was the driving force behind that. That was one of her big things. Yeah. And then it slowly came into, like, the anti-vaccination group. Yeah. I think he tried to distance himself from that. But yeah, like, when you're a kid with ADD and you're like... But even for a little bit, people. he threw himself into that, too, where he's yeah. like, yeah, vaccinations are crazy, people. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Yeah, this is unfortunate stuff there. It, it sucked to lose him. It's it's already tough as is because it's like, I guess what probably you were always kind of hoping for that movie with Robin Williams as like Jim Carrey's dad and something that would have been great. Or yeah, just the two of them together is like some like essentially like the shit they do now where it's like oh Ryan Reynolds and Samuel Jackson the hitman's bodyguard like there was if they were still alive I'm sure there'd be some movie where like Robin Williams and Jim Carrey are like. Paranormal like, investigators. Or they're like cops, but they have to like investigate a dog show undercover. Or, or robbers like doing a heist. That'd be cool. Like something, a heist movie. Something like that, yeah. Um, but unfortunately, you don't get that. Get them all in. Like, yeah, just shove Jack Black in there. Like, uh, I mean, this is a weird... Th- I mean, I'm not against Jack Black. I just but don't know if he fits Are we all admitting a distant third? Yeah, I'm like... If we're all admitting this dude's like also like 20 years younger, right? Like, he's not in the same... It's like they were peers. I know. He looks worse than Jim Carrey, but... <laughs> he's like, guys, come on. I was about to... I'm right here. I was like, I to plug your show and everything. Here to fight the ghosts. <laughs> 
Uh, good old Jack Black. Never liked him. All right. So, any of this, uh, thoughts you want to get out before we finish this episode? It's been a real roller coaster of emotions. Talk about a lot of uh, fun stuff happening with us and a lot of tragedies, and then uh, going over the sadistic game we play once a year. It's honestly been such a great year, uh, even with the Vegas shooting. It's been a pretty good year for me. Oh man, this has been. It's been an okay year for me. It has been an awful year for this country, though. This has been such a tough year to like just be around other people. It's a great year so, for Mikey. Yeah, that's fine. Well, it's all really what we're here for, to be fair. Is it not with you, though? Like, have you, like, the people in your life just been super negative this year or not? I think we all just need to stop, start giving a little bit less of a shit about politics. I know that seems, like, counterintuitive. Like, no, we all have to be more involved than ever. It's like, let's be less involved. Let's let less of it get attention. Let's stop arguing. Let's stop defriending people because they're not of your political persuasian. I've, I've, had, I've had friends who uh, like compl- like their family's fallen apart because of it. Like mm-hmm. fathers kicking their kids out. Every That's now and then a friend of mine will post something like, Trump supporters, defend him right now if you can. There's, yeah, That's where I'm like, there, there's nothing to gain from what are you, that. Like, what are you on this for? To have no fun whatsoever? You're like, hey, I'm here to check out bikini photos of old classmates of mine, all right? Yeah. You do you. I'm going to do me. For some reason, the Google search for young Amanda Bynes stops at 15. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Fascists. <laughs> all right. Well, with that. But Mikey's uh, such a great year. What, last question. What would be, like, your next bucket list thing you'd like to do? That's tough. Um, hmm. Maybe, like, see Foo Fighters in concert. I've never seen a concert, like, any, like, live concert of a, like, band or anything like that. So yeah. I really would like to see one. I think Foo Fighters... I mean, obviously, Linkin Park's out of the equation now. Yeah. Uh, Foo Fighters would definitely be, like, I think the number one I'd probably want to see. Um, outside of that, I've seen a lot of the comedians I like already. Know. You'd have definitely seen, like, whatever the Bleed It Out concert was. Yeah, even with him dying, you probably would have skipped the last album tour, right? Uh, I mean, looking back now, I would I like love actually the Midst of Midnight album, but yeah, like even after that first came out, I was like Meteoria and the early stuff was better. So yeah, there have definitely been like a level of like mm, I don't want to see anything recent. Um, well, the last album's the one you said was like hot garbage, oh, but, right? Yeah, but that had literally just come out. Okay. Like, I don't think all the singles have dropped from it. Oh wow! Like okay. it, it had literally come out. I think a couple months before it happened. That's a huge bummer. Yeah, that, that again, it's that part that really like that's why I felt so bad on that one podcast because I was like, I shit all over that new album, just all over it. I really need to like state clearly, walk like, it back. It was not about, I didn't, he didn't, yeah, he wasn't dead at this point. I'm not, like, besmirching the dead. I just, I didn't like that album. I'm sorry. I I didn't know. Uh, yeah. So Foo Fighters would be the big one. Yeah, if I could see Foo Fighters a lot, that, that'd be a big one on there. Um, and I think it's still a part of me that would really want to, because I do have, like, a list of bucket list things to do. Norm MacDonald? Gotta be on that list, right? Uh, I'd love to see him live. I don't know if he's, like, the bucket list thing, because there's a lot. Like, I have one I want to go see. I want to visit, like, the 50 biggest cities in the U.S. at one point. John Mulaney was it. (laughs) John Mulaney. Over Norm. (laughs) But I've been, like, John Mulaney, Dave Chappelle. um, Like, I've been seeing a lot of the comedians I really like, you know. Chappelle was great. Big J, Louis J. Gomez. Like, I've gotten all those guys. So it's like I've seen a lot of the comedians I'm a huge fan of at this point, so... That's a positive in that direction. But I have, like, uh, like learning languages um, on there. 
stuff like that. I actually like wrote a list down somewhere. I don't have it off the top of my Aprendiendo head. Aprendiendo Espanol? Uh, uh, hablo Espanol muy poquito. I think it's poquito. Or un po- muy poco. Muy poco. Yeah. Yeah, That's the one, because I used to try and pass that off, too, but it's like, if you can't even say that in correct Spanish, you should stop saying anything about speaking Spanish. It's tough. I, the thing is, with Spanish, I can always write... So it's like, do you speak English? I speak English very minuscule. <laughs> yeah, like, a very minor amount, or like, yeah. Uh, now, the thing with it's weird to me, I can read and write Spanish better than I can speak it, though. Like, I can easily, like, yeah. write a letter to somebody or something like that in Spanish, but speaking it's tough still. It's a tough... It's just such a naturally quick language. Yeah. All those romances. And a lot of words, like, blend together in my mind. Uh, just because, like, like you don't immediately, when you hear a word, think, like, oh, that's a conjugation of a verb. That's why I should be, like... I'm just going to stop right now. How many letters make the H sound? <laughs> oh, four. Three. <laughs> oh, that's easy. Why are these X's when they don't mean anything? <laughs> yeah, it's quite a few on there, but... Nah, how about yourself? What's what's new for what's what's the next goal in Mikey's eyes? You're like drinking the biggest bottle of Vladimir in the country. Can I though? Dun, 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 dun. Push it to the limit. Uh I don't know. I'd like to see more of America. We could do it together, brother road trip. Let's go. Cool. I'd be cool I'd be curious to see Austin. Uh, I'd like to get out to the West Coast once while Mitchell and Joey are still living or I tried, and Anthony are still I, living together I came so close to getting Sean to agree to do a road trip with me it really was, it was really I was like yeah like top 50 cities like do a road trip he's like something I've always really wanted to do and I was really pushing like let's do it like we're both young let's do it they get in 430 things like that yeah Definitely one thing I You'd still do it. In a week, you'd be surprised how much you could see. It's a lot of driving. Oh, yeah. But it's like, it, yeah, it'd be relatively easy to like, just drive, like, that long of a distance, things like that, get stopped place. I know almost, I, I know almost somebody in each major city, too, at this point, too, where it's like I could at least, even I could stay with them, it's like I could at least find out a good place to go or something. Stay like out, stay with our mom and my cats. <laughs> like, sweet. <laughs> I do love cats. I, I love cats. Where'd all my cats go? <laughs> You're walking out with a bag with a bunch of tails sticking out. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I, I didn't mention. I'll break this to Mikey on the plane. <laughs> I definitely a point though, having seen Adam's kid, where I was like, man, I really want to be a dad. That was a moment though where I'm like holding a kid and like playing with him. I'm just like, oh shit, this is like ingrained deep in me at this mm-hmm. point. I might steal this child. You don't care about them. You raise them in hell. Yeah. You don't even know what name to call them. You call them Flash, Teddy, Theodore. No. I mean, I'm calling them T-Dog. No one's corrected me. A city that can only get a 40% giant show up in a stadium? That's ridiculous. Tisk, tisk. It's like, what about yours? Whatever. Get out of here. Get away, get away from me and my son. Oh, I don't, I don't go into my... Get away from me and my son! <laughs> I certainly don't show up in my closest NFL stadium ever. You know what? City Island's even a little too dangerous. Still <laughs> it's even a little too much equals garbage there. Mm. All right. So one last time, uh, if you want to go support that uh, that GoFundMe, uh, it is tinyurl.com slash fartraiser. On Twitter, Michael J. Larios. And I should have some more stand-up on YouTube Reese, uh, soon. Michael Larios stand-up. Yeah, go check that out. So uh, that's going to do it for this uh, episode of Super Larry's Brothers Podcast. We'll catch you next time. Crusher didn't win anything. Alright, so apologies. Last minute sort of thing here, but we uh, immediately upon hitting stop realized there were a couple stories we forgot to tell. Uh, so, uh, I feel like yours is going to be stronger. 
Uh, who knows? Well, if you want to go first, though. All right, I'll make mine quick. At least, like, three times during this marathon, I had, like, an explosive fart that felt like it was going to be shit. So I went into the bathroom, and by, like, mile ten, the toilets get pretty gross. Because, once again, you know, I didn't keep up a really fast pace, so I was towards the back. So it's, you know, several hundred people have come by. Let's say 3% of them stopping there to shit. It's just a mountain of poop. And it, and so many that, like, there are people that are concerned about keeping good time that they're barely even sitting down on the seat. They're just, like, sprayed on some of them. Ugh. So the poop, I used one hand. I held the door handle and kind of hovered over it with already weakened legs at this point. And the other hand, like, pulled my gym shorts as far forward as possible. So when I, like, because that was my nightmare. I was just going to, like, use all this physical exertion to hold the handle and poop and then just poop right into the gym shorts anyway. (laughs) And all three times, they were just these, like, cannon loud farts that echoed, but no poop. And every time, like, God damn it. God damn it. Every time, like, here we go. Get, get ready for the poop train. People outside are like, everything's okay. But bang, 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 bang. Is there, is there a gang fight happening inside that toilet? No, just some tall, stinky, gangly nerd farting himself. Me silly. getting out, no poop today. So you didn't poop at all? No, not during the run. And I, I felt like I really had to during a few times. That's unfortunate. But one time Uncle Tom did stop at, like, mile 23 to use one of the toilets to pee. I was like, good luck in there. <laughs> You're like, ah. <laughs> like the laugh of the Vincent Price laugh at the end of Thriller. Ah, 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 I have ah, the, ah, the Joker pocket from uh, the first Batman movie. <laughs> <laughs> After he's dead. Uh, so, real quick, also, uh, we had Cousin Sean over. Shawnee Boy. Shawnee Boy, of course. And Shawnee Boy. The day he was leaving... Uh, yeah, or the night before. I went up to the bathroom. We were all done. I was getting ready to go to bed. Go to the bathroom, go to brush my teeth. And I unintentionally accidentally knock his toothbrush out of the cup, hits the bathroom floor, which is already pretty gross, and it brushes definitely for a period of time up against the toilet plunger, which was absolutely just had been used as a wash. Since we moved in. Hasn't been Since watched. we moved in. And we've been used relatively recently, too. It, like, just rubs up against it. I go to pick it up and actually push it into it more, and I'm just like, well, I'm just right into the cup. And I was like, look, there's no reason to, like, spoil the mood of this. Right party. into the cup? <laughs> well, I put it right back into the cup. Like, there you go, like, the cup we keep our, to- our toothbrush. Why didn't you rinse it off? For clarity's sake? <laughs> I mean, it is hilarious. I mean, knowing full well... Because the, the, the payoff... To tell them so passively, aggressively, the, three months later? The, the payoff to this is knowing full well that by the time he hears this, it's been months since he's been here, and he's been using that toothbrush liberally since then. It wasn't malicious or anything like that. It was just a moment where I was like, look, I can tell him now and spoil the good mood, or I can just wait until he hears this on the podcast. It's going to be very funny. And if I, let's say I did wash it off, even then, it's still a toothbrush got knocked off the sink into the, into the, like, the bathroom floor and then into the, like, the, the plunger of our toilet. 
It's weird. I was hanging out with him that night, and he kept mentioning how brand new that toothbrush was, and he's like, I'm going to keep that forever. He <laughs> kept mentioning how, how much he trusts me, too. He's like, I really trust Christopher. I know he never really, like, hosed me over for a job. Well, the faucet's right there. <laughs> like, no time. I was just, I was so tired. I really needed to get to bed, and, you know, I had a couple tests the next morning, and I was focused on those. Are you no, going to tell him before this podcast comes out, or <laughs> is no, this how you want him this to This is know? 100% how he has to I hope he out. listens to it while he's brushing his teeth. <laughs> yeah, like, so anyway, I fell off into the sink, into the toilet, into the plunger, covered in smeckled and poop. <laughs> in the toilet plunger, I think we brought over from the apartment, which I think may have actually been left at the apartment when we moved in. Yeah, and it, it had seen some. It was actually white when we got it. It's now a shade of dirty, dusty brown. But. It's actually blacker than black at this point. <laughs> I feel like that's the part because we 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 make jokes about how every time Shawnee Boy's here, there's usually some hilarious story involved with his leaving. You're like, guess there's any this time? I was like, that's just wait. Uh, there might be a little bit of one. It's not anywhere to the extent of like, my girlfriend's gonna be so mad. But I still find a moment of hilarity and just like, oh shit, Tom Sean's toothbrush fell right into that toilet plunger. You're just Jamie Stark pushing. Sean's toothbrush as it's climbing up a tower off. <laughs> things <laughs> like I a do. field of poop. The things I do for love and cod- podcast material. Hey, here I am, Sean's the toothbrush, totally clean. <laughs> Alright, so with that out of the way, I feel like we could definitely now end this podcast. No regrets. No regrets, hashtag. No regrets. Yeah. What are the odds of Sean even, like, sticking through? I mean, he had us end that one podcast by being like, go fuck yourself, Tommy. So I feel like it's, this is, you know what? I'm going to change the story. Tommy came in and threw Sean's toothbrush on the ground and then just shoved it. He started brushing the toilet plunger with it, then brushed his butthole with it. So he put it back in there and he said, don't you wash this. And I was like, ayo, Tommy. I can't believe Sean would be that mean to you. Someone. Check check Sean's toothbrush for Tommy fecal matter. <laughs> and he walked out. He high fived me first though too, because it was super cool. Like we both agree that like that's how we are, so he's that's gonna, where it goes. He's just gonna give you the biggest purple nurple next time he shows up. <laughs> no, don't and you're gonna have completely forgotten about this. You're like, Why? Oh yeah, it's pretty sweet. Oh, too sweet. Alright, so that's gonna do it for reals this time for the super Super, super Series. Yes. <laughs>